Maybe. <laughs> yeah, right. But no, you're absolutely right. Here, this kind of feels uh, maybe lazy a little bit. Welcome to Set Jitter Park. Some <laughs> <laughs> movie screenings. Why not? You know. Yeah, at that point, why not? It's got to be Saturday somewhere. It does sound familiar. It's hilarious. Say hello to my little friend. Hello. I think we did like five shows on this movie. <laughs> my name is Tom Cohen. You uh, bite your tongue. If this is not, it does not hold up. You know, I like history too. And maybe when this is all over, you and I can stop by the souvenir shop together. It's a movie. Happy Saturday, Robert. Happy Saturday to you. How you doing, sir? Doing pretty good. You know, it's winter in Nebraska, so it's chilly negative one or something hey you sent me the screenshot it was like negative one yesterday yeah and the wind chill is like negative 17 oh. sometimes so yeah i was like oof painful i think like what's the point of, when it gets down <laughs> below five it's like it's just don't go outside just i know and then i remember uh, this is years ago we went to fairbanks alaska and i think the first night Ooh. there was like negative 45 or something like that as real oh. temperature oh my gosh crazy yeah oh my gosh yeah, it's like dangerous, crazy, you know, but right, you gotta experience right. it. Yeah. Fairbanks. Uh so you saw you saw Spider-Man today. What did you think? Yeah, I, I liked it a lot. So and I was I was luckily to avoided most spoilers, even though I kind of probably assumed some things were happening. But yeah, I think right. I it it it's not the uh I don't know if I called it the best movie of the year or whatever, but well well deserved to be to get the box office it did. Yeah, especially with pandemic numbers. Yeah. To make those kind of numbers during a pandemic, it's, it's unbelievable. Compared to, oh, I don't know, Matrix Revolutions. But <laughs> <laughs> or Sweet Girl. Oof. Did you watch? Uh, no. I. Uh, <laughs> it, is, it is weird that we are in this state of there's just not that many movies out to even choose from. But uh, I don't right. know. Right. Very I'll limited. Be, yeah, uh, I'll be curious. I bet you. I wonder how well Scream will do. When does Scream come out? Next Friday or Thursday, Thursday night. Yeah, I'm going to go see it Thursday. Which night. coincides with the screening of Halloween Kills. Oh, of course. No, it doesn't. I, I know that's coming up. I can't remember when that is. You sent me that link. Are you going to that thing? I don't know. Probably not. Yeah. Well, I don't. We'll see. It's a, but the thing that you sent me at the screening for Halloween Kills at the Myers house. Uh, I think it's at the bar. Oh, at the bar. That's right. Yeah. The mix bar. Right. There's going to be food and drinks and free <laughs> Halloween candy there. Free COVID for everyone. <laughs> That's what I thought. I was reading it. I was like, free Halloween candy. I was like, free COVID. But um, as opposed oh. to the ex- expensive COVID, which they have in LA. They have well, exa- exactly. It is costlier uh, in California. Right. Everything is costlier in California. Right. It all adds up. But you're listening to the podcast, we'll set Jetter Saturdays with Robert Patterson, the author and the blogger of the website set jetter.com. Robert, thanks. As always, we're coming on the show. I'm really pumped to do them with you tonight, sir. Yes, 2015 we're going to be digging into. Yeah, diving into it. Um, so, we, so long ago. Before we get into I know, right? As we inch closer, I'm kind of thinking, like, what was I doing in 2015? <laughs> the same thing I am now. I always have it, like, if it was Madonna Tour year, that's how I can identify what was going on. What Madonna Tour was in 2015? Uh, there was no Madonna Tour, but yeah. Okay. Oh, actually, there was. I'm sorry. I don't know. Uh, that was the Rebel Heart Tour. So, oh, okay. Yeah. So that was, that was a biz, that was a lot of travel year. I remember that was also the, uh, I went to see Back to the Future at the Hollywood Bowl with a live orchestra uh, oh, nice. playing along and the cast were there and stuff like that. So it was, it was a fun time. Was Tom, what's his name? Tom Wilson? 
No, um, Christopher Lloyd was there. Leah Thompson. Oh, even better. Um, yeah. Um, Mayor Goldie. I can't remember his name. So, and a couple other people. And <laughs> that's where I got to meet Kimberly Beck, also known as Trish Jarvis from Friday the 13th, the final chapter. Oh, cool. Yeah. Just randomly. I'd never met her before. And uh, we were kind of in the near the back because that's where all the celebrities were coming in and and so i thought oh let's see who's there and she was like literally 50 yards away big sunglasses and, and i was like i think that's kimberly back you know like I got, yeah, right i was more excited for her than anybody else what was she what capacity was she in there just as a um, no she is her husband's a producer so they're they're kind of in hollywood i guess you would say so yeah um but yeah she was she was super sweet Oh, that's very cool. That's yeah, a cool experience. Yeah. All the stuff was happening. I was like, I can't believe I got to meet Kimberly back. <laughs> Trish Jarvis, finally. Right. Yeah, that's how it would be too. It's like, oh, this yeah. is great. But, you yeah. know, that, that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, so as Robert said, we're going to give the 2015 highest grossing films. Do they still hold up? But before that, just want to recap on Book of Boba Fett, Episode 2. Stranger, is it Stranger in a Strange Land? Is that the title of it? Uh, I can't remember now. Yeah. So. And then... Uh, the Cobra Kai season four. So what do you think gotcha. about Boba Fett? What was your, um, I liked episode one better. I was, I've, it's been a little bit too long for me in the flashback era. And I, I'd rather kind of spend more time in yeah. present time. Um, but um, I, I did like it kind of, obviously it reminded me a little bit of the solo kind of the, the great train robbery, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Were, that they was, the, robbing that was it, the throwback really. to it. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, but, yeah, but uh, but yeah, and so I, I was excited. I mean, it looks great. And I was, obviously, I, you probably saw Dean Cundy was the cinematographer uh, on this particular episode. Oh, I don't yeah. know if he was in the other episodes. I just happened to notice um, on the credits for this one. But yeah, so so far so good. Yeah, they had a black Wookiee in there too. Yeah, he looked job as oily cousins. Yeah, kind of like a uh, wolf eyes. He kind of looked pretty mean. So and and the the hut twins love them. <laughs> I, and I love the drums too, the foreboding drums when they enter. Uh, boom. Yeah. They, they're scary. And I, I, can't, I can't quite tell what Jennifer Bill's character is supposed to be doing. <laughs> yeah, she's just kind of watching his back. Yeah, like, she's, she always has, I think every episode she'll have this turnaround. Uh, <laughs> that's her. Uh, <laughs> I do like, like when she, when she cocked her gun and it was like. And they kind yeah. of gave that like upshot. That was cool. But yeah, what is she doing? She's just kind of like dancing around. Yeah, I don't know. So, I mean, it is Jennifer Beale. So like something, something growing. She's going to actually have a dance. Right. <laughs> and, and the <laughs> She's going to light it up. Cantina. Yeah. That's funny. I do like the mayor too. In uh, episode two, I forget his oh, name. Oh yeah. But he's cool. He's good comedian. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think I agree. I think episode one was better, but uh, I do. I'm, I'm vibing with the series so far. I do like it. Yeah, no, it's, it's nice. The right notes. Yeah, and it's hitting similar uh, notes. To, of course, the Mandalorian, um, very, yeah. very Western, obviously. Right. Yeah, with the train, train ride, and everything like that. The bullet train. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, and then, of course, last weekend uh, we talked about this. Is season four of Cobra Kai came out? Um, I, I binged it the first two days, so I, I, I kind of I didn't let it breathe as well. But yeah. um, did you, you finished it? Did you watch it? I did. I didn't binge it and I should have because people were spoiling it all over the place. I'm like, come on. I just like, it, oh, really? It, it just started. Yeah. People were like posting on my page. I'm like, Ugh. I can't believe. And like, literally, they said the ending scene. I'm like, well, thanks, oh. everybody. You know, like, that's, that's like my taste. number one pet peeve. Um, yeah. And, you know, let it go for a few weeks before people start talking. But yeah, let it be. Um, 
but yeah, so I think, yeah, I liked it. Of course, I would always, I want to see more Randy Heller uh, as is Mrs. LaRusso. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, um, she's great. Yeah, I actually, my favorite moment is with the, actually the first minute where um, Terry is, is at the piano <laughs> and <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> he picks up the the phone, which was the last minute in the last scene. <laughs> just hangs up. And it's funny because... <laughs> By the way, there might there might be some spoilers, listeners yeah. and viewers. So tune out. Even now. though we do it now, I was trying to keep just within the first minute. Yeah, that's well, my the, spoiler. Yeah, the thing with her, um, with Terry scene is it was an unknown caller. So right away, I wasn't buying it. I was like, nobody picks up unknown callers. Come on. <laughs> but um, but he did pick up. And they just listened to that. Up, so um, I was like one of those people laughing for like five minutes after. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I enjoyed the series, uh, the season. I mean, um, I think it was the weakest link in all of the seasons, but I, I still enjoyed it. Um, yeah. It was a little predictable. I thought there's a lot of scenes in particular, the, um, the, the water scene at the baseball field in the pool <laughs> where I'm like, they're going to get uh, wet. The, the, yeah. this is the Adam Sandler, uh, the, the Billy Madison, um, yeah. the big daddy, whatever movie that was happy Gilmore. And then the, the scene in the pool, I'm like, I guess they're going to fall in. But that's yeah. no fault to that. It was just cheesy. You well, know? it's strange that they actually did that because in previously previous seasons, they would kind of subvert those expectations. So, you know, like right, the, right. Was, who was carrying around spaghetti in the, the scene mm-hmm. or whatever. And there's like, whoa, and like, and it, but it didn't happen. And right. so they would usually kind of do more stuff like that. Um, yeah. But this time they actually did it. And so I think that's what was kind of like, oh, that was supposed to be. They're, they're kind of subverting your expectations. And, yeah, and, but, right. but they actually did it. <laughs> right. uh, the thing I believe hurts Cobra Kai right now is there's too much going on. You know, the, the thing that I think brought a lot of viewers to the first season was the nostalgia of Johnny Lawrence and versus, you know, uh, Ralph Macchio, Danny LaRusso yeah. in Karate Kid 1. And that was good. And Cobra Kai's back and, you know, uh, everything's working, but now there's all these like split factions. There's like Terry Silver, and then Crease is now split, and then Johnny's doing his white, you know, Eagle Fang. And which, by the way, I love when Daniel Russo is like, "Yeah, I think you actually what? got the name off that poster right there behind you." But like, I, I feel like there's so many like split factions. It, yeah. it kind of takes away from what people loved about the original, like good versus bad. You know? Yeah. Well, they're they're graying it up. You know, they're graying it up. Uh, but our, our buddy Sean Kanan was not on the, the series, but it was set up as if he could be back for season there's, five. There's lots of talk. There's lots of talk. And we know it's already filmed. So, right. So, so we'll so see what they know. See what slices. Obviously, we just have to see what's going to happen. So, right. When does season five come out? Uh, December 22nd, I think, of next of this year. So, I know they usually take with the December slot a, a year. So, it's, it's fine. I think people, they bank on people binging it over Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, which I think works. Um, but great show tonight. We have the highest grossing films of 2015, according to Box Office Mojo. What's number one, Seth? Star Wars Episode Seven: The Force Awakens. I know, they made a seven. They made a seven. <laughs> it, it lit up the world when this came out. It was, I was. It was one of those things I got excited again because, you know, I was not too much of a fan of the prequels. Um, mm-hmm. Usually you're in pretty good hands with J.J. Abrams, uh, even though you may get a kind of a more mainstream approach, but you'll get a solid approach. Um, so, uh, yeah, so I think like most people, when I saw it, I think it mostly hit all the right spots. 
Um, later, you're kind of like, huh, there's pieces or whatever, but it did, it delivered on what we wanted. Yeah, gave you what you want, had some up- upgraded CGI and everything, which always works. And uh, I really enjoyed it. I will go back to this before any of the most recent ones. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's not the best one. I think The Last Jedi is, but this is probably my favorite. I think yeah. it's a fun, fun ride. Um, and I think I think I bought it, but um, and I haven't bought the other two. If that says anything, but like, uh, I don't need to revisit. I if I want to, to if I need to go to sleep, I'll, I got Disney Plus. I'll put it on. I right, yeah, exactly. That's always in yeah. your back pocket. Yeah, but um, but yeah, no, I I kind of li- I liked where they were going with it, and even though there was some repetition, uh, I also remember that there's been we're many generations since that time, so right. Uh, so we would agree it still holds up. Yeah. Uh, number two is one of my faves, Jurassic World. So a similar vein. This is kind of a, what do they call them? Requels. Uh, part remake, part sequel. Exactly. <laughs> um, uh, thing, I mean, same thing. They were hitting all the nostalgia buttons they could. Right. They, they lit yeah. it up with the nostalgia buttons. Um, we're going to get into this too. Robert has covered this in Hawaii. Um, but I thought this was great when it came out. They took the approach of ignoring Jurassic Park or the Lost World in Jurassic Park 3. And they didn't say that it didn't happen. They just never yeah. alluded to it. So I thought it was really good with that. Um, good amount of fan service. And I think I think it's, well, there's no doubt it's better than Fallen Kingdom. But uh, yes. I, think, I think it's a good film. <laughs> Is this where Laurie Strode's still waiting for the dinosaurs to come back? Is this what's happening? Still, still yeah. happening. <laughs> Still she's, waiting. She hasn't forgiven. Uh, certainly not. Yeah. Same, oh, same I guess we have Judy Greer in it. You know, so she she shows up everywhere uh, as she probably should. But um, dinosaur. Uh, <laughs> so um, there, there, and there's some, and it's, it's not perfect by any means. Uh, I think they. I'm not sure. They kind of did a needle drop on the soundtrack with the kids as soon as they run into the Hilton and stuff like that, and the original soundtrack's kind of, of blasting through and I'm like, it doesn't even, there's dialogue going on and we can't even hear it's going. It's just like, that's a little too much, but for the most part, yeah. um, I think it, same thing. It hit the the spots we wanted them to hit. Come on, let's go. <laughs> I do like Chris Pratt when he's, I love the chemistry with him and uh, Bryce Dallas Howard. Oh yeah. It's just like, what, uh, what kind of diet doesn't allow for tequila? <laughs> All of them, you know? He's he's good. He he's funny in that. Um, yeah. But yeah, you, you covered Jurassic World. It's like these shots, yeah. Robert. Yeah. So a few of the locations while I was out in Hawaii. So um, that Isla Nubar Dublar boat um, for it was actually in service for a while after them, and they finally de- they decommissioned it like right before we got there because um, it was still doing things. But um, so yeah, so improved CGI here. Um, right. But- and this shot right here. I think they missed out on the marketing appeal with the um, Isla Nublar boat. It should have been Isla Bonita and they could tell it with Madonna cross promotion and she could have did like a soundtrack song. Like that's what I would have done if I were you. Never know. I was she married does. here in Waimanala. Oh, really? Yeah. I did not know that. Right on that dock? Uh, actually, not far at all from it. <laughs> really? Yeah. On a beach. Uh, but. So, um, but yeah, if you go to the, to the ranch, uh, they have uh, this, what do you call it? I call this cage. It's not even a cage, but uh, for the and uh, Verizon presents the Indominus Rex. The Indominus Rex. So cleaned up a little bit, <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, and you can. Um, they had just refurbished or kind of redid the floors on this kind of room, and so 
Yeah. Um, th- they were nice. And of course, we have to recreate all the pictures that we can. And this actor here, Robert, um, just passed away recently. Oh, you did he? Yeah. No. Um, I, that's too bad. Yeah. I like him, too. I like yeah. him in this. So um, product placement. Uh. <laughs> where where uh, this is Kalua Ranch. This was a yeah. set built for the movie that was still there when you went. It is. Yeah. And it's actually you have to go outside the ranch and back into this place because uh, it's, it's kind of another private road uh, to get there. But um, but yeah, so I think they do it on more. Actually, they changed their tours a little bit since we've been there. So they have a specific just Jurassic tour um, to do. Was all it the, still there when the hot spots. when? I mean, is it still there now? Like yeah. after you, yeah. really? Yeah. So, um, um, and that's why you could tell the walls are not quite like either they kind of repainted them or something like that, or maybe you know they're not made when they make them for the movie. It's not really made to last, so right. That uh, they obviously a little bit of different paint job, but but yeah, so it's kind of nice. So, and this we is similarly, fo- yeah, similarly foggy day. <laughs> oh yes, was this the original spot where they filmed the Gallimimus scene? Yep, yep, kind of right over. I think more to the left, but yeah. So oh, cool. Yeah. When so you were this here, is, did, did you say they're, uh, <laughs> they're, they're flocking uh, this way? Flocking this way. I think we might have. You do do get in kind of geek mode when you go to these places. How so. could you not? Um, and they had some props around part of the gyrosphere. We couldn't get up to the gyrosphere spot. We we were it was kind of super rainy when we were there. Um, so oh. the actual vehicles can't even couldn't even get over there. So the Kipukai Beach was also used in the Lost World. Is that the opening shot in Lost World? Yep, yep. Down there is where that takes place. Only accessible by boat. So. Oh, really? Yeah, it's pretty private. Oh, cool. Um, and uh, Jake Johnson. Yeah, he was good in that. So. That first park was legit. <laughs> oh, you know, and he's great. They, yeah, they do some of the same things. When I think about Matrix Revolutions, where they kind of reference the first one, even you know, as a it's reality, but they're also talking about how it was as as a movie, you know. Yeah, right, right. That's a good analysis. And B.D. Yeah. Wong was good too. His one line was very kind of retrospective, where he goes, "It's all relative. A vaccine is a monster to a Trump supporter. I mean, no, it said uh, <laughs> no, like, a cat is a monster. To a <laughs> he was area. way ahead of his time there. He was so. way ahead of his time. And then he kind of turned in the second one. I guess we knew." I wasn't this buying one, that. This one, I guess, yeah. yeah. It is a little... Hmm. He's ambitious. He's a scientist. Yeah. He wants to go into the private sector. I get it. But he was like, I don't know. I expected more like of a level head from him. Yeah. So um, so this one's still... It's it's worth a watch. Yeah, it definitely. And I agree. Not, Jurassic World's... What's that? Not as much as the Haunted Mansion one uh, that comes next, but... <laughs> Jurassic Clue. <laughs> so bad. Um, but Jurassic World, uh, we agree, still holds up. Um, yeah. What is number three, sir? Furious Seven. <laughs> Whatever that happens to Furious me. Seven. <laughs> it's just the. Is this the four-minute Universal Studios ride or what? <laughs> and wouldn't it actually? Wouldn't Furious Seven? Wouldn't there have to be one through six Furious movies? I mean, what you would think it's just they're, they're in this weird. Yeah. I don't know. Like I said, you pre- see. Um, uh, the rock dwayne johnson he responded to uh i guess what's his name um vin diesel yeah he needs like he really wants him in the final fast movie yeah and he Um, did that tweet that instagram that's like don't let us down brother and the rock was kind of like very professional i'm out like i wish you all the luck like yeah kind of leave me alone um yeah so i didn't even i only know we the rock is in it because because of universal studios uh (laughs) right but um 
but yeah, I was like, well, obviously some bad blood happened. I'm like, does anybody even notice or care when these people are in it? Are any no. of these actors even in the same room when they shoot the film? I don't think so from, from the <laughs> clips I've seen. <laughs> I think they're, they're in on individual not. green screens. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they show up for you know a week of filming and that's yeah. it. Um, but good, good for The Rock. Yeah, good for him. Hold your ground. Yeah. You were in Jungle yeah. Cruise. You don't need Furious yeah, 10. I'm doing Jungle Cruise 2. <laughs> JC2. JC2. I don't need to do F10. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, uh, haven't seen it. I'm going to guess it's not that great of a flick, Robert. No, I would assume so as well. Congrats okay. to the millions of people that saw it, though. Right. Good for you. Congratulations. Uh, next on our list is Avengers Age of Ultron. Um, so I saw it, but like I've talked about other Marvel movies, it's like it, it's the cotton candy of like tastes good at the time um, and then it's dissipates and I really don't remember anything right. or you know, snapped and I forgot. <laughs> Same with you. Enjoyed it at the time, but it's yeah. like a mint in the lobby of a Godfather's pizza restaurant. You yeah. kind of forget and move on to other things. The Spider-Man's I remember at least. <laughs> you know, that's funny, though, because I actually remember the Spider-Man films like more. Yeah. Like I remember, I guess because it's in a real universe, like or a real location, and it, it's concentrated on a few characters and not zipping back and forth and between a hundred twelve people running around. Right. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it still holds up though. It would probably. Okay. Hmm. What's number five, sir? Minions. Made for us. I same thing. I've been on the Universal <laughs> ride many times more than i even want to but i think that counts though as part of the experience it feels like i've seen the movie i literally right, that's what i mean the, the four minute show is probably the same as a 90 minute movie right what <laughs> could be different did you choose to go on the minions ride or was it part no of the usually it's part of the vip tour and it was like you know it's like oh and now we're gonna I'm like I'm like all right i'll deal with this and then i always get a little upset because they do it in the t2 3d theater as like oh i wish even though that probably didn't age well yeah, I would much right. rather sit through T2 3D again. So, oh, yeah. As the true Terminator 3. Right, of course. Because they all came back for that. Yeah. yeah the true Terminator yeah. 3. 80 furlong whining. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the best thing they ever did in that, the other thing they did in that theater was um, one year during Halloween Horror Nights was Rocky Horror. And they did a miniature, like oh, cool. 20 minute version of Rocky Horror. Um, That's pretty and, cool. And it actually rained. In the theater, like not rain, rain, but like sprinkly, yeah. whatever. My sister was pissed because she's like, "What is you know, like?" Why was like, she this pissed? Is, well, because she's getting wet. Everybody's getting red. And I just thought, it was oh fantastic. yeah, I thought it was fantastic. You know, during that song, yeah. So, but I was like, "What a perfect, yeah." I thought it was great. Perfect. Yeah. To your sister's credit, though, I can appreciate <laughs> when you're unsuspectingly wet. Why, yeah. like, you're like, okay, like, come on, like, and she's theme like, parks do that. I don't like water rides. I wasn't like big oh. on the Jurassic World ride because of that reason. Yeah, I mean, I like appreciated it, but then you're walking around wet. You know, you're like, oh, just dry already. You know, I what got I mean? super soaked on Halloween Horror Nights last time I was there on the Jurassic World ride, and usually they t- turn it down a little bit at night. Yeah, uh, the water. I literally my pant. Like, luckily Everywhere. it was one of the last things I did because I was wearing thick jeans you know and that was like this isn't drying you know, oh yeah is, no yeah, yeah you're stuck sure you it. have the thing is like because it was really just looked like i peed my pants i'm like really guy you know <laughs> and, and it's halloween horror night so i could very well <laughs> right right of course but with all the passed, makeup yeah. and everything yeah. going on a guy wetting his pants is the least <laughs> yeah. thing you should be focusing on you know but 
That's fine. Um, so minions is a no, is what Min- we're saying. <laughs> minions is a no, everybody. That that's the recap. Yeah. Uh, six is Oof. Spectre. I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb, Robert. Not a limb. I'm going to vehemently say this is the worst Bond movie ever made. We've talked life. about how this kind of seesaw of a good one and a bad one, a good one and a bad, and it's like down. How how could they have got that so wrong? I don't know. You know what's bad with this movie? Hmm. Everything. <laughs> it's just not good. He's in the fire scene, and then he's in the snow, and he's like trying to order a drink at the super futuristic kind of bar, and it's it's just all over the place. You don't care about the characters. They're not sexy settings like most Bond movies where he's in Cuba and Russia and all. It's just yeah. I just I don't know. I wasn't. It, it felt. It didn't feel like a Bond movie. No, it's like a sleepy movie. It's like no. Nah, yeah. Nobody cares. Not good. No. So Spectre does not hold up. Uh, nope. It's almost seven. So. Inside Out. Hmm. It's just the feelings movie, I think. The mm-hmm. an- animated feelings movie. Yes. Yes. Young Riley. I was the character. It. I just know it was. I, I'm not good about keeping up on animated movies. So no, I still haven't seen Frozen. Me neither. I need to. People are like, oh, it's so wonderful. I'm like, all right. At this point, is it really? What, what year did you fall off of keeping up with all the animated movies? Um, what was it? Lion King. Mm-hmm. Was there one after Lion King that was kind of still good? I can't remember. There was Hunch, Hunchback of Notre Dame. I didn't do that. So, but I think when you when I think back, because like that, and this is kind of old school animation, but um, Lion King, Aladdin, Beauty and the Beast, that was per, new new classic classical, I guess Disney movies. Yeah, it was the um, Disney Renaissance. Yeah. Um, since that time, not too much. The Toy Stories uh, from Pixar, yeah, are good, but I don't really do watch Cars or anything like that. Right. Uh, for me, I've seen Cars, but I it was the same as you. Lion King was like the last one I really saw that I kept up on all the previous ones. Um, but interestingly enough, the Disney Renaissance that started with Little Mermaid was because Don Bluth left Disney because of the treatment of him. He was like beefing with the guys. And started his own company with American Tail. And Disney was like, oh shit, like this did really well. And then they came out with Little Mermaid and like that was like the cause. So actually Don Bluth's firing or his quitting or whatever reinvigorated Disney. Because if you think about Disney in the 80s, they didn't really have anything going on. They, the Black Cauldron, the Tron, they put their, you know, which is now a kind of whole cult. um, Yeah. Yeah. Hit and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, 80s Disney and even late 70s Disney was not good. A- achingly <laughs> the cat from outer space uh which i did rewatch. <laughs> the cat from outer space yeah th- that's a disney movie i'm pretty sure i don't know if, is it like an older one um it's like um 70s oh, okay okay yeah it's I not think related it's, to that darn cat is it no um um, it was like Sandy Duncan was in it and stuff like that. So, oh, cool. Um, yeah, it's on Disney Plus. I just did a quick check because I think that's where I, right. I, re- I rewatched it because I was like, how bad could the, you know, I love cats, you know? Yeah. A little, <laughs> little, of course. Yeah. But it is like you watch it and like, whew, this is, <laughs> this is a lot to get through. I know what I'm watching after the show. Yeah. Right? <laughs> you can just watch a few minutes. There was something I was going to send you to watch. If just, I said, you just need to watch five minutes of this anywhere in the movie and you'll just like, I can't. I oh, can't do send it. it. Yeah. I love when you send now, stuff. I can't remember what it is now, but I, I, was, I, was, I was like, oh, this is so bad. But it's bad. Um, think of it. That's funny. Uh, inside out. So we don't really know. No. 
Okay. Mission Impossible Rogue Nation is next. Um, don't so remember these, which one this was. I don't remember either, but usually I get a kick out of um, these movies, and I just have to remember, like, what, what's the tentpole stunt that he did in this one, which I can't remember, but... Yeah, I want to say it was something about the building in China. Is that the tall I, one? Like the super tall, which freaks me out. This yeah, was the, no, this was freaky. the I think this was the plane where oh, he was it, actually got it, got it. holding on. He had to have special contacts. And this is where I go back to like, I'm not really a Tom Cruise fan, fan but good for him. Nobody, nobody else is doing that. Oh, yeah. No, he's the yeah. biggest movie star in the world for these stunt things now. Yeah. You know, he's just insane. I wonder right. if they'll oh. ever finish the next one because. <laughs> It's been like two years. I know they stopped and started, and I'm like, does does Con Cruise even look the same from year to year? I don't think he does. <laughs> I know. You know what the problem is too with that, and it's a good thing too. But they film on location all in all these different places, like Rome and Yugoslavia, or Croatia, and yeah, just go back to a controlled studio and just finish it in a blue screen. In a blue, yeah. Point. But you know, we can tell. But yeah, you know, like yeah. The I mean, that's why on. it's a good yeah. thing. Yeah, that's why we love to see. The luscious locations and everything. We do. Yeah. It's good filmmaking. Uh, what's number nine, sir? The Hunger Games Mockingjay Part Two. <laughs> part Two. The, the, the end, I think. Um, yes. I assume. But, and I think I tried to watch Peace because I, I don't think I've ever seen it. And then I was like, oh, I think I was slipping. This must be the end. And it, it reminded me a little bit actually of a, it was like, is it matrix revolutions or something like that? Where I'm like all these crowds and so I'm like, I don't, I don't care. I don't care about this world. Right. <laughs> right. So, you know, you're like, ah, who cares? Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. You don't care about that world. Yeah. Uh, I agree with you. Um, I haven't seen it. So I'm a poor judge of character for this. Yeah. Uh, number 10 is the Martian. This is, is Matt the- Damon known. For- yes. No, for all those wacky survival skills. Growing potatoes with poop, I think, is the subtitle. Uh, That's the number one, yeah. Of this one. <laughs> right. The Martian. Um, yeah, so I remember seeing, and I, there was a lot of hype about this. Um, and the trailer kind of gave too much away. Um, mm-hmm. From what I remember, yeah. is, and it could be just me, because like, when you see the trailer and you're like, all right, I know where all this is going. Versus, I think they just they should have just keep a little bit under wraps or something like that. Yeah. Um, and I'm thinking like the new Sandra Bullock movie. Um, the one where she gets out of prison. No, that she's an author. It hasn't came out yet. Oh, um, I'm trying to remember what it's called. So uh, the lost city. Oh, okay. And, and so, um, so if, if she, she's an author, it's kind of like uh, almost a jewel of the Nile. Uh, Ooh. Romancing the stone type of thing. Yeah. Um, so I, I, it kind of makes sense. Um, and Channing Tatum plays the, uh, she, she writes about this kind of Indiana Jones type character and Channing Tatum, I think either plays him in the movies or on the, on the book covers or whatever it happens to be. And then something really happens and he needs to come and save her, but he's like a fish. He's not really that person. So, so it's going through all this and it, it seems like really too goofy, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, but during the last part of the trailer, um, Brad Pitt comes in as the real, hunky hero, whatever. And I'm like, you know what? It would have been fantastic if that was all kind of kept secret under wraps. And then you're watching this movie and Brad Pitt shows it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that would be better. That would have been something. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like the dilemma that Castaway faced where the entire plot was released in the trailer. (laughs) You're like, oh, so I guess he does get off the island. So all that struggle was kind of really just, we knew what happens. Titanic showed part of the sinking. (laughs) 
Right. Yeah. Why do they do that? What a spoiler. Now I know what's going to happen at the ship. <laughs> Those kind of movies like Titanic or I always ask like, uh, is this a true story or something? Like I'm just that one oblivious guy that just doesn't know. Did I think there happened? are. I think there are kids that probably like. I just found out the Titanic actually happened. It oh wasn't, yeah, that's. It wasn't just a movie. I'm like, oh, <laughs> right. save our souls. Save our souls. By the way, your goatee looks prominently strong this week. I like uh, that. that probably, probably say, it's all the white hairs growing out. Uh, <laughs> no, it's good. It's good. I like the goatee. Thanks. Um, the Martian. Uh, it still holds up though, right? No. Yeah, it's it's a hotel watch for me. Hotel like, watch. I certainly won't own it. Um, but you're like, yeah, and it's perfect for hotel watch because like you're usually by yourself. And you're like, oh, will right. I survive in this hotel for? <laughs> <laughs> will I survive in this holiday in room? Yeah, yeah, it would be interesting. Um, pandemic lockdown movie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Now we're Lots like oh, parallels. Six hundred days, whatever. Like, <laughs> right? It would be like I Am Legend. Just watch reruns of tapes and like yeah. keep some kind of calendar system. Yeah, so this is it. This is um, it. But yeah, so I think out of the top 10, we actually liked more than we have in the past. I agree. This is the first one for yeah. probably the last 10 years. Yeah. Or close to it. Uh, but yeah, those are the top 10 highest grossing films of 2015. Next up are honorable mentions, uh, films that are noteworthy for the year. I'm going to kick it off, Robert, with The Visit. This is M. Night Shyamalan's return to form after a string of seedy blockbusters. This is the grandparents movie. This was the grandparents. Uh, who who is the mom in the movie that was on a cruise? I don't know. I don't, but she, I her remember. parental skills are very questionable. Yes. <laughs> I haven't seen them in years, but here you go, kids. <laughs> and doesn't check in to say hi, just drops no. them off. This would have been the perfect one to have taken place in the 70s or 80s. Um, so there was that disconnect, you know? Oh, yeah. Because uh, in current times, you're like, what? How, how, does, how do you not have any, you know? How do they and, not FaceTime already with the grandparents? Yeah, and this in a dec- couple decades previously, you're like, oh, you know, that could be, you know, you don't, we can't drive across the country to go see, you know. That is true. Grandma and Grandpa, so. Yeah, Just right. one of those little things, but. Yeah, no, those little things can peck away at you, too, when you think yeah. about modern times. Um, but I think I think it's a good movie in, in the sense of it's, goes back to kind of his roots of the original filmmaking, did with a good twit, twi- uh, plot twist at the end and. <laughs> You know, it gave me a few scares. Yeah, no, it, it was it was good for what it is, and it was, it is. I w- it'd be better if more people saw this in the theater because it is kind of made for not when I won't spoil it, but you know, and certain yeah grandparents are doing things. You're like, oh my god, you know, like it was, it's just kind of made for audience reaction. I think. Right. Yeah. I I saw this in the theater. I have never watched it since, and yeah. I I probably never would. I just no reason to. But it yeah. was. I enjoy. You know, I enjoyed it. It was a good ride. Now that you know, but. Um, but yeah, I think it's it's worth a revisit. The visit. Get it? Do you get it? Do you get it? Do you get it? <laughs> revisit. What would the visit to be called? Revisit. It could be the revisit. Return. Vis- the visit resurrections. Right. <laughs> Revolutions. Um, next up is Mad Max Fury Road. Um, so this is one um, also kind of a requel of sorts, um, but obviously we had the original mm-hmm. director and so forth. Um, but it kind of he took it to the nth degree, um, and it was an exciting movie to see. It was people were kind of flocking to it, and um, and so I saw it and I thought it was, it was good. But I have not gone back to it at all. No, never felt the itch. Mm-mm. It was like a good roller coaster. I'm like, yeah, I don't. That's fine. I don't need to do it again. 
It yeah, yeah. Me, it didn't make me sick, but I don't need to do it again. I'm with you. I've only seen it the one time. I appreciated the effects, and I always like that kind of backdrop. But I don't think I'd. I don't think I'd jump into it again. Yeah. Uh, what's next, sir? Ex Machina. Ex Machina. This is the computer uh, program one. With the yes. Um, so Oscar Isaac. Um, and I can't remember the girl's name, but uh, yeah. So I think. I think it was released uh, in festivals in 2014, but it kind of had their wide release in 2015. Um, okay. So um, yeah, I think Oscar's Oscar Isaac had been kind of around uh, uh, for a while, but I think this kind of propelled him his yeah, recognition kind of way up. So this and Force Awakens kind of brought him up. Absolutely. So brought up the star a few notches. Yes. Um, and because I think, yeah, he was, I remember seeing a couple of independent films in 2013 and before that, but, but yeah, so, uh, this one kind of holds up for me. Um, definitely, I w- it's definitely a hotel watch. I don't think I, I don't own it, but, um, it had enough. I, I like the look of the film. I kind of, I like the plot and it was good. Most of the parts worked for you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, four is black mass. This is what Johnny Depp is Whitey Bulger, the Irish uh, mob boss that, they just caught him. He died recently, but they just caught right. him maybe 10 years ago living in Santa Monica. He's been wanted for like forever. He used to, he was an Alcatraz at one point. Yeah. That's how old he was. And they just caught this guy like 10 years ago or something. You just, just had a hideout in Santa Monica. <laughs> he was just hiding out in Santa Monica in like a shitty apartment. So he's just going, he's probably going up and down the third street promenade. <laughs> like really people you can't even find me here. Jamba juice. Anybody <laughs> Jamba juice. Uh, it's a good movie though. I like it. It has, um, few good actors in it uh joel egerton is in it and uh i think they nailed this is up there with my great boston movies this the town departed so it's good it's a good movie i have not seen this i think maybe i have a johnny depp aversion i don't know if your your body blocks it when you no might be the case i don't know can't do it so um but yeah if you ever have a chance to good it's a good hotel watch i'll give you that uh, what's number five, sir? Insidious Chapter Three. Oh, we have a treat, audience. <laughs> Robert has covered this gem. I have, um, and I think it was one of those I also started covering before the movie came out. But, a trailer uh, kind of thing. Yeah, I, well, from what I remember, or they'd come behind the scenes shots, and I was like, oh. And sometimes, like, I if I knew it was going to be kind of popular, I thought, oh, I should, I should do this. Yeah, that's get, a good way get, to gauge it. Get a couple extra searches and stuff like that so oh i'm so, going to the the caption first that you <laughs> today marks the fifth anniversary of insidious chapter three released june 5 2015 i visited most of these locations before the movie was out by viewing the trailer and behind the scene shots so not all of them are necessarily screen matched robert back to you um, see, that's why, like, I never, I don't review my website before we talk about it. I'm like, oh yeah, I like, I think that's the case. So, and you can kind of see the, sh- the shitty screenshots, but, um, but yeah. So this is Lin Shay's house, which I think they might have briefly saw in the previous one. So, um, and I think I went back and got mm-hmm. a few matching shots here just to, to do the best I can. So sweet, but yeah. Uh, favorite part of LA is Hollywood. Hollywood. I know where this <laughs> building is. Yeah. So it's pretty, I, I think this is, might've been used in other, other films as well, but so this is their. I like the windows building. here too. Yeah. No, it's fine. It looks nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's Even cool. though it's, yeah. So, uh, another second favorite part of LA downtown. <laughs> <laughs> downtown. 
Um, so this is downtown. Uh, yeah. So this is the theater. And I think this might be the theater where I saw Carrie, uh, the 40th anniversary screening, if I remember correctly. But, awesome. Yeah. Um, the shot you can't recreate right now. So um, Sixth Street Bridge is gone. But, it's gone. Yeah. So this is where another apartment used to be. I think I can't remember. But they shot. I think she got hit by a car and then go back to Hollywood. Back to Hollywood. Yeah. Um, and actually this restaurant, somebody, um, uh, this fellow has been at, he was like, he's like, when are you doing insidious movies? I'm like, I finally did him. And it's like, where's the restaurant? I'm like, I have no idea. Um, and he actually tracked it down and, but it's no longer there. It's been demolished almost immediately after that. Oh movie, no. So, yeah. So I found this old Google street view shot. So that's getting matched. Unfortunately, it's no longer there. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> You know, that should be up the blogspot. Unfortunately, it's no longer there.blogspot.com. That would be great. Yeah. <laughs> just just siphon the ones that really aren't there anymore. Yeah. So uh, Dermot Mulroney, he, I was, he was actually in front of me at one of the Halloween Horror Nights, uh, him and his kids. Oh, uh, really? Were, yeah. Where they were, and, and it was interesting because I was in the VIP line. Of course, he was too. And so uh, they when they had him go, they, they, were, they had this huge space. They let all these people and they had a huge pause uh, for like several minutes and then they had him and his kids go in huge pause so there was no no possibility you could bump into him oh yeah that's how that's how they played it yeah. out yeah this was this was at the last one obviously uh now uh this was about four years ago i think but oh, okay yeah right. it's probably actually for this moment he was probably going through an insidious maze yeah he was well, you've been to most of horror nights though right yeah i think every year since 2008 oh, it's except cool, for the years huh? that closed yeah that's dedication yeah yeah which for better for worse yeah for better there were some a lot of walking dead ones over the years yeah yeah i was like oh close this down nobody cares but yeah 2010 through 15 there was walking dead promotion everywhere in la it was like it was too much yeah Uh, you you felt like they weren't promoting hollywood horror nights they were just promoting the walking dead it was like crazy and they had had some great ones i'm i think about like the thing i thought was great the shining they did a good job this is the end, which was a shocking selection. That is, a, this is the end, wasn't there? Yeah, and I was like, I well, one, I was like, what are they going to do? And um, I, yeah. it was funny, like you're walking up, you know, because outside the maze they have a, a mock-up of the house, but they also had a mock-up of um, uh, Michael Sarah on a light pole, <laughs> impaled on a light pole. Oh really? Went, uh, like, <laughs> so <laughs> I thought it was fantastic. Um, but it, it was kind of a strange. The other was strange That's one strange choice. was uh, Happy Death Day because the movie had just came out. I'd not seen it, and it was oh. just I couldn't figure. Out. I was like, "What?" It just felt like we were going through dorm rooms. <laughs> yeah, what would that set look? Uh, the yeah, and there was really no like. scares or anything. I thought, what, "What?" I don't. This is a dorm room. I'm should I be scared? I don't. I? Yeah, I don't know. That is strange. Yeah. Um, number six uh, is Crumpus. <laughs> <laughs> Krampus. Uh, it's, it sucks. Viewers may know I just I did not care for this film. I haven't seen the naughty cut, um, but I this movie just made me angry. Right, we've talked about this before, yeah. so I won't get into it. But it doesn't hold up. No, sorry. I know there's fans, but no. Yeah, not a fan. Uh, seven is one that Robert has also covered. 2015's Poltergeist. Poltergeist remake, uh, which. Um, we've talked about remakes before, like, oh, you know, shouldn't mess with the originals, but it's been many years and mm-hmm. there's 
in a generation so I haven't even seen the original. Um, so, you know, I'll give it a try. Casting wise, I thought, yeah, this makes sense because I think, you know, who's, who's the modern Craig T. Nelson? I'm like, yeah, Sam Rockwell. That make, you know. No, no I thought then, that was a good casting choice. And similar personalities and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. uh, nobody can replace Joe Beth Williams, though. But uh, <laughs> no, no, not at all. Yeah. So uh, when I was in Toronto, this might take a while to, to load up, but or maybe they won't. But um, yes, it was they come from backwards. So uh, when I was in Toronto, I thought I'd check out some locations. Uh, actually, I think it was the same year. I was in Toronto 2015, the same year the movie came out. So I'm not Good sure I, how I managed to find all these spots so. what was the whole the whole film was filmed in uh shot in toronto yeah but outside of i should i should say it was not too much it was actually shot in toronto it was kind of around the lake and south and some were almost closer to niagara um so it's kind of where uh, uh, closer to where they shot uh chucky the tv series okay cool yeah very nice yeah so um except for one shot was done in la and that really? was at, at the mall yeah i can't remember which mall it might have been the mall near close to you i can't remember so in sherman oaks gallery uh no woodland hills it might have been i can't remember for some reason i thought it was around your area but he, he goes to the mall to get something and he just looks in the rear it's what one uh not rear view mirror side mirror shot and it's in reverse and i'm like i knew that wasn't you knew that yeah, what that's not, not matching up that's not canada um right. then, okay of course i had it's like i need to find that one two second shot so you see it like Malibu in the rear view. Yeah. You're like that's not <laughs> like Toronto. that's not, not so, happening. But anyway, but yeah, I went to these people's backyard and everything. So yeah, I think we we talked about this. Yeah, too. there's the mall. Oh, oh yeah, maybe uh, Valencia. Okay, Valencia, California. So yeah, Valencia. so yeah. Okay. Don't ask me how I figured that out, but I I did. Great job, though. Thank you. That is a that is a tough mall to find based on just that shot. Uh, but with all that, no, the movie <laughs> does not no. work. Yeah, no, I, I feel like a, a re- reboot or refresher remake was fine at the time, but it's not yeah. not the greatest. Yeah. Uh, eight is in the heart of the sea. This is uh, Chris Hemsworth playing the captain of the boat that the book Moby Dick was based on. If that makes uh, any sense, it does. I've not seen it though. So how is it? Um, it does not hold up. Uh, I shouldn't say this a lot. The effects are fantastic. It's Ron Howard. It's a, it's a good story. It just, it misses the mark. I think um, goes one way and should be another way. And I, I, gotcha. I don't know. It's about a killer whale. So <laughs> do what right. you want. Yeah. Whales are like the most harmless, peaceful animals. And I, Except in the movies. Right. <laughs> but in the heart of the sea, uh, does not hold up. Uh, nine is vacation. Uh, and you did cover this, Robert. I did, and I'm actually a fan of Vacation. <laughs> you like Vacation, um, yeah. Le- less for Ed Helms, more for Christina Applegate. Um, and this is a okay. first. We thought it was uh, they do the same thing. They're because you know the kids in the beginning are like, isn't this the same as the first time you you know the first one? They're like, no, this one's completely different because we're doing you know like they're talking yeah, about yeah, yeah, yeah. Their, their vacation, but even though they're talking about obviously they're trying to kind of be, be semi-meta and stuff like that. So, right. Um, but Christina Applegate, uh, she, she can do no wrong. Uh, no, for she's, me, she's, so. she's great. Yeah. So this was shot mostly in Atlanta. So this is right behind the CNN center, the, the airport. Oh, it's a big page. You, you cover this extensively. It is. Yeah. So nice. there's lots of whatever. So, um, uh, oh, they're behind this, except for Warner Brothers Ranch, the uh, her sorority house. 
Oh yeah, I know where this is. Right there, yeah. So, um, and this, uh, the the Griswold parents, uh, Chevy Chase and Beverly D'Angelo. Um, I think it was like this is like a lawyer firm or something. <laughs> when I went, oh really? Actually, I, I knocked on the door to see if I could take pictures. They're it like, is. yeah, you, yeah, I can see. But they're like, no, we're in meetings right now. I'm like, all right, but <laughs> I didn't. I don't love the movie that much. Yeah, right, to, right. Uh, That's nice to, that they answer though. They're like, yeah, we're yeah, in yeah. So like, I'm sorry, we're meeting right now. <laughs> Otherwise, we would. But yeah, you so like, and, I'm a client. Yeah, and so this was not too long after the movie came out, so everything looks pretty much the same. So yeah, yeah. Um, uh, some establishing shots in San Francisco, of course. Uh, even ladies. though they didn't really do any major filming there. Um, and some of these, I thought I was pretty proud of myself for, for finding some like the hot springs and stuff like that. So now her sorority house, yeah. actually, I stayed here. This was the Twelve Oaks. Um, really bed and breakfast so where they they it was in the vampire diaries and uh i'm Melissa mccarthy it looks familiar party and stuff like that and so um actually i was kind of the room i stayed in was actually margot kidder's therapist office in halloween too oh no way yeah so it was nice that's right we've talked about this yeah never stayed at kind of a bed and breakfast i'm gonna call it fancy and stuff like that but yeah so cozy and this is one of my favorite scenes (laughs) The scene right here? The, the chug scene, yeah. So oh yeah. It is it is a funny movie. Yeah, so so you can tell sometimes you can tell how much I love a movie based on the number of pictures, but um, I like that you do that. Yeah, so and then um, some that you don't like as Mrs. Dalfire. There's one picture and like, here, here you go. Thing. Here it is. My arms folded, like here you go. Got it. All right. Got the picture. Let's move on to but, her. Uh, yeah. But vacation's fun. Yeah, I, I still enjoy it. Uh, number ten is straight out of straight out of Compton. This is one of my favorites, Robert. Is I've it? seen this probably twenty times. As a young boy who got suspended from school for his his from Catholic school for bringing his dangerous rap records in of Doctor oh. Dre and Snoop Dogg, it holds a special place in my heart. I think it's a good story. I think it's a uh, it's poignant in the depiction. Uh, of African-Americans by the LAPD in the late eighties, early nineties. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just think it's, they, they did a really good job. Ice gotcha. Cube's son plays him. He looks just like him. Uh, I think the pacing's good. It's a good movie. Yeah. I haven't revisited it. So it could be one of those. I was surprised it's 20. It felt like it was older than that, but maybe because they just mm-hmm. did a good job as a period piece. Yeah, no, I, I agree. It, it does feel older than it, than it is. Not as good as Ice Cube's performance to Anaconda. Oof. What, what is really? Come on now. <laughs> Come on. Um, but yeah, Straight Outta Compton still holds up. Still think it's good. Good. Uh, what do we have next? Uh? The night before. The night before. Uh, which I actually I should have worn my some wardrobe from that. So I does not hold up. This was kind of a follow up, I think, to uh, this is the end. Yeah. Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Seth Rogen. Um, uh, but no, it it doesn't quite hit the highs that no pun intended that the other <laughs> one did. So what it, we can save for another show, but what wardrobe do you have? Um I have like I actually have winter coats and their hats. And this is the one I think I told you, I think it was Joseph Gordon Levitt, because like he's wearing a jacket and sweater and whatever. And it's actually just one piece, you know, so he doesn't get too hot. So it's, oh nice. It's like 
uh, part of a shirt is sewed into a sweater, you know, like, so it's just like literally all oh, cool. one piece. So he doesn't, it's not wearing multiple right. pieces and stuff like that. But I think I got the props before the wardrobe, before it came out. Cause I thought, Oh, this is going to be great. And they're like, Oh shoot. This, <laughs> what am I going to do with buyer's this? remorse? Yeah. And I think part was like, I want to see how tiny Joseph Gordon-Levitt actually is. But, right. Right. That's cool. You have it though. We'll have to yeah. see that sometime. Uh, 12 is the interview. Also Seth Rogen. Also <laughs> Seth Rogen. Their trek to uh, interview Kim, was it Kim Jong-un at the time? Oh, yes. Remember oh. Sony and I remember the drama this movie created? Oh, yeah. yeah oh, my goodness. It was crazy that I think otherwise we never would have heard about this. This would have slipped off into streaming and that would have been the end of that. But No, and remember yeah. North Korea actually threatened like hacking and assassination of Seth Rogen and all this stuff. Yeah. To pull the movie. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's just weird and whatever. And like, if you actually watch the movie, nobody, this will, this movie will go nowhere. <laughs> yeah. It was either really I, stupid or really smart yeah. viral marketing. Yeah. And there's some funny pieces in it, but it's not yeah. a, uh, certainly was never going to be a classic or anything like that. So no. speaking of Seth Rogen, the new, um, um, uh, Paul and what, what's the new, uh, movie Tommy about and Tommy, yeah is that what it's called Tommy yeah. and Pam I can't remember um Seth it's almost unrecognizable you can't you can't yeah. did you watch it the, I don't know if it's out yet I think just the the trailers they have extended trailers now oh okay that are released yeah but, we were um, just talking about that I think we're gonna watch that uh but yeah he doesn't look anything like him you can't yeah. recognize him yeah it's amazing. So it's, it's Good, good for him. So I'm, I'm actually kind of looking forward to that. Um, it seemed mm-hmm. as like, oh, this is too much of a, is this like a one step up from a lifetime movie? But <laughs> you know, because it's like, well, what are they going to do? You know, like when they right. have, right? You know, it, it, it does, it does look like a lifetime movie. Yeah. And when they're like the greatest love story we told, I'm like, eh, I would have uh, really enjoyed uh, it, but yeah, um, but yeah, I guess. It's, so we'll we'll divorce. see. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. I'm saying like, oh, the greatest yeah. love story. I'm like, yeah, it wasn't that yeah, great. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. But yeah, uh, um, it should be interesting. We'll see. Uh, next is Terminator <laughs> Genesis. This was just uh, the anniversary just happened. Am I am I right? Uh, I don't that or is I finally got around to doing the page for it. I can't remember. So maybe that was it. It could be. Um, but yeah. So this was supposed to be uh, yet another. This is the Terminator Three. <laughs> Right. This was Schwarzenegger returning after Christian Bale. Correct. I think this is supposed to be the second Terminator 3, uh, <laughs> if I remember right. Uh, There's so many Terminator 3s. Yeah. Um, and this is the one. So, um, right. I hope, uh, hope you're on sneakers here. Oh, shit. Um, Apologies. Sneakers is a great film, though. Sneakers. So yeah. I, I had finally got around to doing that one because. Uh, I've not done it for, for years. And when, of course, Sydney passed away, I thought about him. So, um, so this one takes place in LA and of course shot in New Orleans, of course. Why would, why would why you go would to you LA? Film in LA? Yeah. So, right. so it's, it's straight. Yeah. You know, this, this is supposed to be the same LA alley, you know? And of course I'm like, well, that's not it. Um, right. But why is anything the same? You know, like why, why is Lena Hamilton's character, you know, five foot two now? <laughs> And yeah, many years, that? I don't know, and many years younger than she was supposed to be in 1984. Right. Um, it was just, I was like, what? That I can bad. only, I can only suspend my disbelief for so much, you know? Yeah, there, it's, there's a limit. Yeah. A I, limit. I could, I could buy Anton Yelkin as Kyle Reese. I mm-hmm. could not buy whoever this guy was. No way. 
absolutely yeah. not. That's funny. so. Um, so yeah, while I was in New Orleans, um, I did a couple locations and like this brand, I don't know. <laughs> I don't love the movie as much, but I had to find where that McDonald's was. So it's like a half a second shot. And I was like, I need, find, I need to find it. So I had to do it. Same thing with that bridge and stuff like that. So, but, um, yeah, but yeah they did do uh, some establishing shots in LA. Um, so I thought, oh, I'll, I'll be a bridge. I'll be a completist uh, for that. You can always tell because it's always just a car randomly. <laughs> right. Yeah. Going through LA. You're right. Oh, um, I'm pretty, I don't know if they, you, I'm assuming everything else was CGI, you know, because I'm like, I can't imagine them going back to Griffith Park to shoot anything either. But if it is yeah. CGI, they did a good job. They did. I can't tell the yeah. difference. But Although a lot of fog, though. Yeah. Oh, my, my is definitely, yeah. Uh, that was my, yeah. I love to go in Griffith Park on Interesting their day. closed, closed days. Uh, Cause there's nobody there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I would guess um, if I had to guess, I would guess uh, it is CGI. I'm thinking the nighttime so. shot. Yeah. It's not, it wouldn't be worth the effort to bring everybody back. Up yeah. There. Cause the reverse shot, they had to rebuild the, that thing is no longer there uh, where they, in the original, they bumped into Bill Paxton and uh, a couple other punks. Um, so that right, yeah, complete, that's, gone. that's completely gone. So they made it look the same. So they either, I'm not sure what they did, but that's a I was good gonna, point. I wasn't going to go into the behind the scenes. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> Live at the Griffith observatory. Robert yeah. Patterson. And as a completist, I had to find out where the street was. So these are just Google street. Yes. Oh, very nice. Good job with Terminator Genesis. But uh, no, it's awful. <laughs> yeah. No, it's not a good movie. It sucks. Uh, Paranormal Activity, The Ghost Dimension. Was this the one that's separate from the other ones? Um, no, this was kind of a sequel, but, and it just was, this didn't, this one didn't, I was like, I can't even remember too much about it and I didn't even cover it because I think there was not oh. really too many exterior. I know where the grandma's house is, but um, yeah, you can't even see it. It's one of those driveways that's kind of catty corners. So you can't even see the house. So, oh, okay. Yeah. But no, I can't even tell you what this one is really about. So, so no. <laughs> when Robert doesn't know what it's about and because you're a pretty good film guy. Yeah. Sucks. especially a horror sequel like i'm like ah, i'm not sure what happened but right and horror shouldn't be a genre that's too difficult to grasp yeah especially a sequel uh and finally what's the last one sir san andreas yes finally. i was so happy you did this a follow-up to earthquake <laughs> <laughs> also not shot in california <laughs> right. san andreas is so much fun um it's just uh, they Dwayne Johnson's rescuing his wife and daughter while the earthquake's unfolding. And it's just San Francisco Bay and the tsunami and the helicopter rescue scenes. It's, it's out of control. I yeah. love it. I uh, love Kylie it. Minogue is <laughs> in a brief cameo and she's gone or whatever. So to me, it's, this kind of is like the closest to earthquake, the seventies version, like yeah, that yeah. we're ever going to get. So good point. Um, but it's fun though. You do you like this movie? Are you a fan? I I'm not a I'd say I call it fan. It actually, even though Jurassic World was in the same, it kind of has some similar moments, you know. Because remember, like kids are left with uh, somebody and the fancy, but you know, and oh yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. So and and there was there was nods to that because I sh- I should say it was mostly shot I think in Australia or somewhere I can't remember. Um, but there's pieces that actually the uh, the building they're supposed to be in is actually the building from the Towering Inferno. Um, that they shot the 
oh, the base of yeah. it. So, um, so there was not, they knew what they were, you know, they were making they were nods, you know, to, yeah. to, to the original kind of seventies disasters, but it didn't, uh, it, it like most things we, it loses steam. The third act, you're like, whatever you're saying, like, we're sitting down to us too. You're trying to figure out, find the, find the kids. Right. Yeah. It, it does get very deflated by the third yeah. act. And apparently Dwayne Johnson's the only rescue helicopter pilot, you know, like, that's left. Yeah, like we he's he's taken on everything. Um, and navigating their way through downtown San Francisco. Right. Uh, which and probably like if you've been in San Francisco, which you're address? like there's gotta be I mean the everything we do, they have to be all the way underwater or there'd be a lot of land still, you know. What I mean, because it's so hilly oh, yeah. that I was like yeah. it's uh, very hilly. That wouldn't be yeah. this crazy thing that they have going on. Yeah, but Anyway, it was but, still it's it, definite when you talk about hotel watching. This is definitely oh, I recommend it. I think yeah, I think if you try to demand it on streaming, they'll go. Are you in a hotel? Yeah. And you say no, your power shuts off. Yes, yeah. Ch- only for hotel. Channel fifty five is San Andreas <laughs> over and over. rotate <laughs> Clintons. Oh my gosh, I need I, I need I'm, I I want to revisit that, but I'm I only I'm going to fast forward through everything except. Uh, uh, the Linda trip That's, scenes. Yeah. yeah, we need to mash it up or just isolate her scenes. Yeah, and then it'd be like a, a two-hour movie. <laughs> we can do that after we visit the stand 2020 again. <laughs> That's all, all right. All right. Let me know see how it, it works. See you in 2040. <laughs> That's funny. Um, those are the uh, honorable mentions. And next we have Can't Look Away, movies that are bad. But we'll still watch them. And guiltily, I'm sorry, Robert. I have Entourage. Oh. Now you have to remind me because I, I, I watched Entourage the series, right? Um, and then eventually, kind of half-heartedly watched to see what they were doing. But, and so that makes me—I can't remember the movie aspect. What was the, what was the? Fuken. What was that? Fuken. Yeah. What? So Haley Haley Joel Osment is in this as uh, an oil tycoon's son who wants to make a movie with Vince, and he's an asshole. That's kind of the plot of the movie. <laughs> If I did not like this the series or watch the series, and I was yeah. a big fan of seasons one through three, um, I would never. And I just saw this movie. I I would it would not be on my list. But I do like the characters, and um, it there are some scenes that are, are you know not to the show, which I enjoy. Yeah. But uh, overall, it's a really really piss poor movie. <laughs> I think even they you can even see when they're acting in it. Yeah, they kind of are like. Ugh cringing at some like it's is a paycheck just right outside of camera range <laughs> here you go <laughs> here Vin. you go Vinny. adrian grenier I, I love him uh, he's yeah. done good work he's not the best actor in entourage and um they uh don't forget entourage came out in 2004 2003 and they're still kind of doing the same humor and that didn't really work in 2015 with the like and they're older i mean it's they're older like, and they're like yeah. hitting on girls and it's just it, it's it comes off very creepy i'll say that. and i i end up not liking it what his best friend with kind of the red hair yeah just, he, 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 he's, he's he just became an asshole and i'm just like yeah and then he yeah, i could deal with johnny drama you know like yeah. as the doofus and so forth and then i remember turtle turned into a vodka tycoon or something Is that right? I yeah the tequila <laughs> yeah tequila. it became too much yeah yeah yeah, it wasn't dissimilar to uh, the end of the office where they're all like doing different ventures and doing. It's like you guys are all over the place. Yeah, like sorry, you're you're trying too much. I do remember there was an episode where they're staying at the Jarvis cabin from the final chapter, though. So really, yeah. Oh yes, when he was filming Smoke Jumpers, something like that. Yeah, I can't that's remember, right. So. Yeah, I forgot about that. Good call. 
what does your cat look away, sir? Spy. Spy. <laughs> oh, Robert, Which, I don't know what this is. You don't know what this this is. Um, Rose Byrne, so. Melissa McCarthy. This is <laughs> oh, one, this one of my favorite. Like I own this on Blu-ray. If it ever comes out on 4K, I will be the first in line to buy it. Really? Um, really like yeah. It. It, I can't get, if, if I see this movie on, I, everything stops. I like throw everything off my desk and watch this movie. <laughs> uh, um, Jason Statham was in this, right? Yes. And he is fantastic. Yeah. I, have, I think uh, I've seen parts of it. Is it yeah. good? Oh, I, I love it. So <laughs> it, really? I can't even, I can't tell you how much I love this movie. <laughs> Wow, I've never seen you so passionate um, about it. It only has movie. one negative against it because they had this great line where, um, so Rose Byrne plays a rich, you know, the kind of villain or whatever, and yeah. Melissa McCarthy says something, and uh, I just remember that in the trailer, uh, uh, Rose Byrne's like, "What a stupid fucking toast! You're delightful," you know, like <laughs> she's just. <laughs> but in the movie, it says she says, "What a stupid fucking R word, toast." Oh. And I was like, no, don't, you don't yeah, necessarily like, use the trailer. the trailer. Yeah. You know, I'm just like, come on, movie, you're a little bit better than that. So, but anyway. I would hope so. That's um, the only thing that really hurts it. That's the only thing. Yeah. But it otherwise, you. have you watched it or no? Probably I've seen not. pieces of it. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. It is. I, I can't. <laughs> I, I don't remember it though. I didn't really give it a. <laughs> I can't get enough of it. Doesn't she like crash a wedding or something in there? Uh, well, she, Melissa McCarthy, or yeah, doesn't or she? She kind of crashes different. Like she, she, she plays Melissa is kind of playing herself, and yeah, um, Jude Law is in it. Um, uh, Allison Janney has a, a part and stuff like okay. that. So it, they they got the top people in it. But yeah, Jason Statham is like usually I'm not a, too much of a fan of his, uh, but he's 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 making fun of his himself a little bit in characters he's played. So. Is Jude Law in the opening shot? With, yes. Well, I, he's in. He, 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 and they, he's, with Melissa McCarthy. He's in the first act. Yeah. Yeah. So he plays like they're kind of they, more or less. It's kind of remember like the other guys where you know like you had these top cops, you know, right? And it's always like these these are the top spies, and I can't remember the, the you know the, the the pretty people or whatever. And then back at the office, they have Melissa McCarthy and the kind of uh, her friend or whatever is like, oh, you know, like we're we're doing all things behind the scenes, but we can't. And then she has to be put in the field herself, and like it's perfect, you know. She has you have twenty cats and that you know. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, so I, I love that know. you love this movie. I obviously you can tell by my acceptance. Like I can't recommend this can't movie enough. enough. Yeah, and people were like, "Come on, guy!" But would you go to this one before like the big bus or something like that? Oh, that's a hard one. Yeah, the, the, uh, yeah, probably this one has a more really? uh, constant, constant laughs uh, for me. So, all right, yeah. I like it. I, I, gotta, I gotta watch this now. I don't, I've never <laughs> seen you so excited about it. I, I know. I don't know why I love this movie so much, but yeah, it's I might put it on. Okay? I might put it on myself. Not yet, but. <laughs> But it will be. You should I petition be, it, that. I should petition like we're all waiting for <laughs> this, do it for spy and 4K. You're you'll just emailing one, from multiple email accounts. Yeah, you'll sell one copy. Right, um, Robert. Robert just emailed. Hi, this is Pobert Batterson. Uh, <laughs> you know, you're just excited. Well, wait, when are you going to release the 4K of spy? <laughs> so um, how did you get this number? No, yeah. that, that's amazing. I got to check it out. Yeah, and I think uh, I also why I wanted to own it too because usually at the uh, their extras they have all there's a certain amount of ad lib you know where they're trying different lines and stuff like that. Um, so um, oh, for the like gag reel. Yeah, 
Uh, and it's not a gag, yeah, gag rule, but that, you know, like while well, they're filming and stuff like that. So, and now it is directed. So this is where, so Paul Feig directed that, who directed yeah. um, some others and is probably now best known for directing the Ghostbusters mm, female version, whatever that right. was called. But, Which um, he still defends. Yeah. Um, and as he should, but um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so. As, this, a, as, a, is, as a final, as a standalone film, it's fine. It's just. Yeah you can't really mess with that universe with that yeah. kind of movie, you know, but, uh, but yeah, better than bridesmaids. I think so. Spy. Yes. Oh, wow. See, I think the bridesmaids runs out of steam, you know, Once like they get like, off that plane. It's yeah. downhill. It goes on and on. And on. I was like, I don't you know, whatever. And it's a little too, whatever versus spy yeah. is just, I don't know. I agree with you on bridesmaids there. I'm going to have to check it out. I might pop it on tonight. I don't know. Oh, hell yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's on. Uh, but that's going to be our show tonight. Robert, thank you for coming on per always, sir. Good to see you. And uh, for those watching, you have a fancy, the podcast little neon yeah, behind it's a you. Fancy thing here. Uh, here, I'll give you a little preview. If you want to um, maybe go to a rave or a burning man and get a little ecstasy going on, um, <laughs> you can do a little strobe effect here, which I'll show you. Ooh. Yeah. Not Hypnoti- hypnotizing. Yeah. Ridiculous. <laughs> Um, I don't know what the drugs kids are doing these days. <laughs> just look into the camera, Robert. Repeat after me. Ah. <laughs> Prince of Malaysia. No. Um, but that's cool. I'm going to get you one, Robert. You need a little sign for Sectator Saturday. Uh, I don't. Yeah, I, mean, I feel like I need to have that. I could, I could make something prop it up behind me here. So You do have oh. the perfect background for propping something up. Yeah. So I should, every, you know, would I have Slave 1 last week? So I should put a little prop or something behind me every time. That would be in, awesome. As a little indicator, maybe sometimes you're like, what is that? I'm like, well, you'll see. Yeah, we'll see. That's, yeah. You know, that's perfect. I love yeah. it. Uh, that's going to be our show. Thank you, listeners, for tuning in. And we will see you on the set. <laughs> <laughs>